On this week's Dose, we have Ashley Raymond and Megan Doyle, co-founders of Safely, the modern self-defense company for the girl on the go. Right, and Megan and Ashley met at University of Texas during their sophomore year, where they joined forces with their other co-founders, Margie and Dana, for a startup group project. Yeah, it was then that they first developed their idea for a self-defense device, then called Pocket Punch, after they all agreed they didn't feel safe walking around on campus and around campus. Right, a relatable issue. Fast forward a couple years later, and the fantastic foursome got back together to reignite their idea to help people feel safe, and thus, Safely was born. In the interview, you'll hear more about their journey building Safely since then, and how they are differentiating themselves in this established market. Down with Big Pepper Spray. Down with Big Pepper Spray. (laughs) And stay tuned for more on what it's been like building the company, what the future holds for Safely, and some of their great advice for pilgrims looking to get into the world of startups and venture capital. Yeah, it was awesome to have Ashley and Megan on this week's Dose to help share their mission. Always good to highlight some fellow Longhorns. Get Get your horns. horns up! And with that, here's this week's interview. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein by the hosts and their guests are their own and their appearance on the podcast should not be construed as reflecting the views or implied endorsement of independent brokerage solutions, LLC, or any of its officers, employees, or agents. The statements made herein should not be considered an investment opinion, advice, or recommendation regarding securities of any company. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes and is not to be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy security. This is Venture Pill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. All right. On this week's Dose, we welcome on Ashley Raymond and Megan Doyle, co-founders, two of the four of Safely. We're excited to get into the story of Safely. We've got your products here on display, and we want to start with your personal backgrounds, right? What motivated y'all to get into the world of startups in the first place? Yeah, for sure. Megan and I both went to UT for undergrad, and we met in a class project. We bonded over not feeling safe on or off campus. We met our two other co-founders in that same class project as well, and we wanted to do something about it. So that's where it all started, and we didn't necessarily think we'd ever get into the startup space, but once we got a little taste of it, we couldn't back out. Yeah, I think it was actually Ashley who, after the project was over, she kind of messaged everyone, was like, does anyone like want to keep working on this? Like, <laughs> see where it goes? So, and... Yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> who uh, who worked the hardest in that group project? Let's be honest. All it of really us. was all of us. <laughs> yeah. Like it was the best group project I've ever worked in for sure. And we were randomly assigned. We didn't know each other. It was fate. <laughs> it was fate. Okay, so speaking a little bit more about that group project, this one's actually probably a little more personal to Sam. But <laughs> he told me that he actually remembers y'all distinctly, vividly, from a pitch competition back in 2019 in a class where him and our other friend Max pitched for an idea for an app that helps people with food allergies. And Sam still hasn't stopped talking about it, honestly. Thinks he, he thinks he got robbed. But with that, we'd love to hear a little more about kind of how you came up with the idea for Safely, which you've already gotten into, and just was that around when you guys first started working on it and just the experience of actually building a company like Safely? 
Yeah, for sure. So we first started working on a different company called Pocket Punch in undergrad, and that's the one you heard mm. us pitch. We ended up dissolving that company, and we still had our very, I'd say, like, overall mission to create a safer tomorrow in mind. So we took a step back, kind of looked at our overall vision, and wanted to create something a little bit different. So that's how Safely was born. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely had some, like, barriers with that business model. It was more, like, focused on what our class project was and that was creating like a product or an app to pitch to a shark. And so we were more a little like biased towards our product and not really like a company mindset. And I think the more that we went through like business school and everything and learning, like when we first met, we were sophomores. So we just learned so much more since then. And so we just decided to kind of change what we were doing and the message that we wanted to send and how we wanted to get there. And so product-wise, what's the difference between the pocket punch versus safely self-defense? Product-wise, we never actually sold any products from a pocket punch, but it was more of like a multifunctional self-defense device. And with safely, I would say we're more of like a self-defense company where we want to spread a good message. We want to empower women or people in general to feel empowered to protect themselves and not necessarily having to provide them tools to do that. Even though we do offer pepper spray, it's more just like community building. Lots of safety resources, different tips, all of that, which we didn't have with Pocket Punch. Pocket Punch was one product, one company, and it was all centered around that product. Okay. And so walk us through like graduating from UT. We all, we all went to UT, which is awesome. That's why I got yeah. my Texas X's shirt on here. I was hoping he has the same exact shirt. I was hoping <laughs> he would. He didn't wear it. <laughs> Walk us through like how it transitioned from Pocket Punch, that initial product that y'all designed, and how did you get this one to market and its great packaging? And, and like, walk us through how it evolved. Yeah, for sure. So, like we mentioned, we dissolved Pocket Punch, and then. We sat back, we took a break. It was during COVID 2020, we had just graduated and we were still kind of talking like, do we wanna continue something else? Like, do we wanna start this all over again? And the answer was yes, <laughs> everyone was pretty much in. And so we're like, okay, we'll do this again. This time we're gonna raise funding. Prior, we bootstrapped the whole thing for Pocket Punch. Like Megan mentioned, we never actually took our product to market. So we wanted to do things differently this time and actually get something to market really quickly. So we looked into different pepper sprays, what we would want to have in our pepper spray, and then how we'd want to fit into the market and where the gap was. And so that's kind of how we started selling the Safely pepper sprays. So what was the gap that y'all identified? I, I will say we're probably not as well-versed in the competitive landscape of self-defense products like that, but what did you identify as like an opportunity to differentiate? I would say that like a lot of people are put off to carrying self-defense devices or women maybe in general, just because it's like something that's like bulky or like not something that they want to put on their key ring. Like it's not visually or like the right aesthetic that they want. So we wanted to on top of like spreading a good message, whenever we decided to launch these pepper sprays, have something that was kind of like cute and trendy and it was more like an accessory that people could, you know, add to their purse or their bag and or their hand, whatever, and carry that with confidence and not have to feel like they need some like clunky self-defense device or like a bunch of things on their keychain. Mm -hmm. Curious real quick, Ashley, you mentioned that there are different kinds of pepper spray and you kind of iterated through 
please educate myself <laughs> and our listeners. As far as I knew, there was just one kind of pepper spray. Yeah, so there's different pepper sprays depending on like the amount of OC your formula can have in it. There's also a legal limit to how much pepper can be in your product. And so we wanted one with kind of the maximum limit that we could still sell to all the states to reach as many people as possible. And there's different ways they shoot out as well. So there's like a gel form of pepper spray, there's a mist, there's a foam, there's a stream. And so ours is a stream where you don't have to be as accurate as you do with the gel and you will get a little bit of blowback, but not as much as if you had the mist or something like that. We also found one that's lab tested. So they're not all lab tested. So ensures that the right amount of formula is in each one and that it's gonna work if you need to use it, which hopefully you never have to. Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's fascinating. Kind of sounds, you know, making it sound like a real weapon. I think (laughs) Sam actually volunteered to be quality control on the product we have here for Safely. We're really excited about that. But so it's only been a couple of years, right? With Safely, we'd love to hear a little bit about some of the early challenges and successes that you've experienced thus far. Yeah. I mean, just yesterday was like our first anniversary to Instagram. We made our first post a year ago yesterday. Nice. So congrats. A lot. Thank you. A lot has changed. We actually have our products. We've launched our pepper sprays. We have stickers. We've raised funding. There's so many things that we've been working on, but yeah, just kind of really established a brand and now we're moving forward with that. But Yeah, there's definitely a lot to celebrate. A lot to celebrate, and we did pivot a few times as well, too. Like, we started by saying we're going to be direct-to-consumer and direct-to-consumer pretty much only, and then we realized that that might not be the way to go, and so we started looking into different retail outlets that we could sell in, and we ended up getting into the UT Co-op, which has been really great. Oh, nice. Yeah, so people can go in and grab one on their way to class or after class. We're teaching students or incoming freshmen how to use pepper spray next week right outside the UT co-op, so that would be cool as well. And then we recently also got into some fleet feats too, and that seems to be the way to go. Just because pepper spray is harder to advertise for, you're not legally allowed to pay for ads for a pepper spray company, so it's harder to drive traffic to your website, Mm. right? So you're competing against all of those bigger competitors that have built up their SEO over time and things like that. And we're still working on that, but for now, we're looking at multiple outlets that we can use. Yeah, and I'm sure content is going to be continuing to be, as it is for us, a strategy for growth, right? Getting that virality and we'll get some good clips out of this out of this podcast for <laughs> so you guys. So now you understand why we need to pepper spray you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but tell us a little bit more. You've got the two other ladies as well that are your co-founders. What's that been like? Are all of y'all part-time working on this like how what are the challenges been with that is they're not in Austin either so talk us through that yeah we kind of switched to virtual meetings right when COVID started anyway or and then since then so we've been able to stay connected like texting and zoom and google meet and everything but challenges wise we haven't really faced a lot of like internal conflict with Safely and its co-founders like we all are very much driven by the message behind the company and what we stand for and what we want to create and that's like a very vulnerable thing to share just kind of your story and why you feel passionate about safety and wanting to protect yourself and so we all are just kind of bonded over that and we work we do what needs to happen in order to make (laughs) that happen. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely say like our team really makes the company like it's very special that we've known each other for so many years now and have built up 
you know, this trust that a lot of people might not go into a company with. We've already gone through really hard times with our past company, Pocket Punch, and now having this company too, we kind of know how everyone works and we make it work and we figure it out and it doesn't matter if people are in different cities, everyone's just as passionate and always willing to meet, like we meet every week. I think I think recently I was like, guys, like if you go out of town, you don't need to like log on to the meeting. Like it's going to be okay. We're going to figure it out. But it's really cool to see everyone have that drive. Yeah, I think Brandon and I can resonate with that, you know, doing this. And it's something I clearly you guys are passionate about, like we are with building something on the side and just seeing where you can take it. And, you know, it, it, it's hard to grow something without putting a little bit more time in and just circling back to the four co-founders, I feel like that's that's pretty unique, right? Most of our companies that we cover are one founder, maybe a couple co-founders, but I feel like it's actually a strength having four people being able to contribute if they're all you know dedicated to the cause, which seemingly, based off you two as a proxy, everyone is. So it's just, I, I applaud and kind of like the idea of having four co-founders, right? Curious though, just because this is a pretty novel industry, what's the competition like? I mean, I think like it's more of just like the name. A lot of people like will say Mace and Mace mm. is its own company. And then Sabre, like it's just not exactly the same thing with what we're doing with the community awareness and spreading a positive message and more focused on that empowerment aspect. But I think just the size and the history that they've had is probably the biggest factor. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's just like three really main companies, but they're really large, like they kind of dominate the entire market right now. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that reminds me of ramen noodles, which is way <laughs> back when, y'all may not know, but there's like basically three incumbents that have been dominating the ramen industry. Big ramen, as down we like to, <laughs> down with big ramen, <laughs> as we like to say. But yeah, it seems like a similar, interesting parallel between ramen and pepper spray. <laughs> Never thought. We just did a podcast on that, right? Like the, yeah. Okay. We covered, <laughs> like, that's was, why you know that. Yeah, yeah. We covered a company, Immy, who's trying to break into that market. But obviously the barrier to entry with these three massive big ramen corporations is uphill battle. But I think we talked a little bit earlier about community building and how this is, you know, that's a differentiator for Safely. I've seen personally through Instagram and definitely recommend follow safely self-defense on Instagram. We'll link that in the show notes, but talk to us a little bit about the community building aspects some events. I I saw y'all did some events recently. Tell us a little bit more, please. Yeah, I love the events. They're so much fun, honestly, getting to meet different people and tell them about safely. And one aspect that's been really neat to see too, is we've been doing these how to use pepper spray events. So we got a life-size Freddy Cougar cut out and we get to actually let people practice with fake pepper spray spraying Freddy Cougar. And it's interesting to see too, like people, we've done this on Town Lake, people that already own pepper spray, they'll stop because they just want to try it. Like you don't necessarily want to try using your real pepper spray mm-hmm. because you will get some of the side effects of spraying it, but spraying water, you don't have any of that concern. But some people, they go to practice and it takes them a few minutes and you just think about, okay, if they were really in that situation, trying it out right right now would not be the best time. So it's been cool to empower people to try it out now so they have that in their back pocket. And if they ever want, if they ever had to use it, they'd be able to. It's not as intuitive as it looks, unfortunately. Right. It, it kind of reminds me of, so I'm, I have some food allergies. So I have my EpiPen, right? And they have like practice versions because you you're not going to practice with a real one. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the exact same thing, but in that moment, you need to be confident in using it with both of them. So it just yeah. reminded me of that. But yeah, did, I guess any, any more to say about like the community building, like plans for growth with that? 
Yeah, we also have attended this past weekend, we were at a self-defense self-care event at 10th Planet. And that was really like a different type of event that we want to do more of. We met a bunch of survivors and people who are already trained in defending themselves. And it was just really inspiring. Like, and again, like bringing back home the message of why we're even doing this. So it's really cool to get out there and like actually talk to people. Like, yes, it's cool to see them use our product too, but it's also like nice to be reminded of, you know, why we're doing this. Yeah, and this is probably the worst sales pitch you've ever heard, but you don't need to buy our pepper spray. You just need to know how to defend yourself or have something. Right. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you have safely or something else as long as you know how to use it or And you feel yourself. confident using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Shifting gears a little bit, I know y'all raised some capital to start the business. Less than 2% of VC dollars are invested in women founders and minority founders as well. Do you have plans to raise more money from venture capital potentially? Do you see this as a venture backable business? I definitely do. I know we'd like to raise some funding in the future. We have even been contacted by some VCs, which has been interesting to see at such an early stage. But I think right now, at least for a few more months, we probably won't raise. But yeah, we definitely want to, in order to continue growing and yeah. help get our you know future developments to market faster. So. And so with that said, looking forward, what are some, maybe not fundraising related, but what are some milestones that the team has looking into the next end of this year, three years, five years, as far as you can see, really? We definitely want to expand to other universities. Now that we have launched in the co-op, we think that is a good strategy to move forward with other places elsewhere, both in Texas and outside. We also have some other products in the future that we are excited to launch. And yeah, I think those are our two main ones and of course other retail outlets as well. But Yeah, and then my main goal, we're gonna be the number one pepper spray company. Yes. Boom. Down with big one say it, but that's company. what I like keep trying to like keep telling myself we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Down with big pepper spray. Yes. <laughs> Down with big pepper spray. No, but I actually I, I gotta take a second here to say the mission and the goal of what y'all are doing is super relatable. I have an older sister who also went to UT, another Longhorn, and she used to have to call my mom on the walk home from class every night I guess she had a night class or evening just because exactly what safely is addressing like she didn't feel safe walking home and I imagine a product like this and I mean first of all that's super relatable I'm sure for women at UT and even guys sometimes like you know Austin's a little bit dangerous sometimes so a product like this is just like so awesome impact investing love the mission here want to pull back the curtain a little bit about what you just teased Megan which is like you have some (laughs) other products down the line don't want to break any confidentiality agreements here, but if you can share, give us like a, pr- a mini promo hype teaser. That'd be awesome. I don't, what can I share? <laughs> don't put it on me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I would say that all of our future products will incorporate our pepper sprays that we're selling today, which is really awesome. And providing more ways to defend yourself in multiple occasions or multiple scenarios, provide more options for the type of device you want to carry and what you want to include in that device. Yeah, and you might see it on some everyday products you already use. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're getting the gears turning. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like an extra thing you have to think about, but it's already with you, so. Okay, very cool. Well, we're excited to see those innovations and maybe we'll do a 
another check-in interview <laughs> once we once we get those some of those oh, new I'm products. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we know who to call. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Well, sort of wrapping up with the interview, we wanted to ask. You know, we asked most of our guests, "What are what's some good advice for folks that want to become a founder or get into the world of startups?" And specifically, as girls or women out there, like anything specifically for those folks that are looking to maybe start a company someday? Yeah, my biggest thing that I would say is just believe in yourself and stand by what you know. Like you are educated, you know why you created this or why you want to create this. We've had a lot of people, genuinely not any like malintent, but have just kind of questioned us on different things. Well, oh, have you thought about this? Or why do you, don't you do this? And oftentimes it is men and we, always like have a reason as to why we didn't do that and we're not we take every suggestion and as feedback and something to take with us and make us stronger but more times than not there's a reason we have an answer to the question and why that's not part of it so just really stick to what you know and believe in yourself and yeah that's yeah. all you need <laughs> also you can't do everything right so people have so many ideas and how to add into your business and maybe it'll be great one day but you can't you can't take it all on at once and I know like your overall goal or whoever's building a company it might be really large but if you think about it in stepping stones that really helps and just get to the next place and if you do one thing a day that helps build your company then at the end of the year you'll have a pretty cool company and if you can have people around you that you can trust, you can be honest with, even when it's difficult. People that are aligned in your vision and want to see your company succeed. And yeah, and also people around you, even outside of the company that want to see you succeed. Yeah, and there's lots of great organizations too for women like KS Wally at UT. I know they're opening it up to even more of like the Austin community. So plugging in there is great. And then too, looking to your competitors or people that have similar products or have done similar things in maybe like a different industry. Like for us, maybe it's makeup. Like how did they get into all of these retail stores? Like what was their action plan? And learn from them. You can learn a lot from just talking to another founder in one hour than sitting there and reading a book for nine. Mm -hmm. People are always willing to help, which is really great. Yeah, I love it. And that echoes so so loudly with what many other founders have said. Moving on, opportunity to let our listeners get to know a little bit more about y'all. What are some books, podcasts, educational resources that you'd like to recommend about business, startups, and also just lifestyle in general? I'm more of a book person. <laughs> so I'll say the biggest or the most impactful books that I've read on my like professional career have been Burnout by Dr. Emily and Amy Nagowski, Nagowski, I think that's how it's pronounced. And then also Quiet by Susan Cain. Okay. Yeah. Those are new ones. Yeah, we haven't had, had those ones suggested, but we'll link those in, in the show notes for sure. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not as big of a book person, but I do like the podcast, like How I Built This. I'll go look for different episodes. It's really interesting to see how companies started out because, again, you can like look at all these large companies, but going back to the root, like how did they get to where they are now? It was really interesting to me. And then also my first million and to just hanging out with as many people that have the same mindset is always really inspiring. Yeah, I'm a big fan of my first million. I don't listen as much anymore, but I went to like one of their events at South by and got to see Sam speak and he's in Austin. So yeah, that's, that's a great one for sure. 
What about any other startups, like maybe they're in Austin or maybe not, that we should keep on our radar or that the Pilgrims, the listeners of this show, no. <laughs> just to clarify, the Pilgrims that they should keep an eye out for? Definitely Cardio. They're a local startup for like a running community app. Yep, we had yeah. we had Dustin on the podcast. Oh, we had Dustin already. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I actually awesome. just saw him on Tuesday. That was the first time I met him in person. I, neither of us had met him in person because we oh, weren't doing the... in person just yet at that time. WeWork event? Or um, not WeWork? Uh, it was A-List Chamber yeah, of Commerce. A-list. Yeah, A-List. Yeah, because what was the company? Anyways, yeah, he texted me. He's like, are you going? And I was like, not tonight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was a really cool event, though. It was. Awesome. My yeah. company that I work for, Interplay Learning, was up for in the series a b category we didn't we didn't take it home but our investor s3 ventures won vc of the year so we'll take it we'll take it yeah but destin's great cardio he's big also in the community building and the content we could all probably take a page out of his book as well yeah yeah and then i was gonna say dive chat i don't know if you guys have heard about that I have not. Please, for our listeners, please give okay, us a quick it's elevator an awesome pitch. awesome group chat app. It's really different from the ones that are already out there. I know people might be kind of over group chat apps, but it's specifically targeting college students and it's event-based as well. So you can RSVP, you can say you're interested in events, things like that. And the founder, the founder is a UT student as, or a previous UT student as well, UT alumni. Nice. That sounds interesting. All right. Well, Ashley, Megan, before we let you go, first of all, thank you for your time. But what's the best way for our pilgrims to follow you, connect you, what's going on in your lives, as well as safely at large? You can find our website. It's livesafely.co. Myself, sorry, our <laughs> social media, it's Safely Self Defense on Instagram, TikTok, and yeah. And LinkedIn, I think. And Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Those are our <laughs> all four of those. channels, all of them. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, yeah, we'll we'll be getting some content, hopefully a little co-sharing and help us help each other out and build build these brands. A couple of couple of UT grown <laughs> brands. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's, horns let's up. Get your horns here. up. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of startups and venture capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibes a little low-key, okie-dokie. That's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do it.